Welcome to Irish Spirits, a podcast about folklore and drinking, a natural Venn diagram of Irish culture. Each week we will have a theme, whether it's ghosts, fairies or mythical creatures. We will discuss the stories and lore, all while drinking a themed cocktail made by our phantom bartender. I'm Laura Fitzakery and this evening I am on my own to give you guys some bonus content for a St. Patrick's Day while we are on our break. Thank you so much for listening to season one and we will be back with season two in the early summer. So this is another mini-sode and inspired by our earlier versions, I am drinking a can of something Irish. This one is perfect for St. Patrick's Day because it is literally green. The White Hags Shamrock Shake Ice Cream Ale. If you haven't tried it, It's part of their Spree series where they're brewing beers that are purely experimental and fun and not to be taken seriously. This particular one is an ice cream ale. It's very seasonal. Of course, it's out for St. Patrick's Day and it's a celebration beer. First conceived by Ronald and his buddies at the Big M for our national holiday. Of course, the white hag there referring to McDonald's. McDonald's shamrock shakes are one of my favourite things, so I absolutely had to try it. It's aromatic mint, so it tastes like mint, minty aftertaste to it. But then you have this kind of peppermint flavour that follows. But then you also have this kind of soft, milkshakey, ice creamy, almost like an ice cream float is the best way to describe it. And it's green, so I'm... Put a photo of it up on the Instagram. I don't know if it's to everyone's taste, but I'm really enjoying it. But I'm a big fan of the Shamrock Shake. And the only reason I found out about this was because Alex, who is our phantom bartender, told me about it, gave me a can, which was lovely of him. And then I went out and bought another one in order to record the Patrick's Day episode with you guys. I don't know if you can still get it because I presume it's limited edition. We're not sponsored by the White Hag nor McDonald's for that matter. So you'll have to check out thewhitehag.com to hit them up and see if they have any more left. But uh, definitely worth the taste. So shamrocks, green, drinking, something about snakes, all associated with St. Patrick's Day, right? But there's actually kind of a dark origin story to the snakes. And there's something else that's quite quintessentially Irish, which would be the Irish mammy. But no mother, in any form, can really compare to the Quirhanoc, the Celtic fire spitter said to be the mother of the devil himself. So writing for GotIreland.com, Kim McNamara Wilson notes that when the planet was just a swirling mass of vapours, water and rock, the Quirhanoc was hatched deep inside the molten core of earth, and there she waited. Why? What was she waiting for? Well, being that she was, after all, the mother of the devil, she wasn't a very nice creature, this fire spitter. So she was waiting for us, humans, which would become prey for her demon-spawed children, and in particular, her son. True enough, she and her children were waiting for us humans to come along, and oh, did the Quernock's family have fun once we got here. But for the most famous tale of the Quirhanoc, we're heading to the 5th century. It is cold, dark, rainy, 5th century Ireland. The Dark Ages have just come to an end and we're in early Christian Ireland. Medieval life is tough. You have these petty kingdoms, uh, some of which we might have mentioned in previous episodes like the Dual Rida. And on top of all that, mythological creatures lurk in every shadow. So by the 5th century, 
the queer Hanok and her demon children had run rampant, unchecked for thousands of years over the defenceless people. Naturally, us humans then started to get sick of her and enter then the biggest celebrity of the 5th century, St. Patrick. Patricius, who had been born in Wales, this Welshman had a tough life himself. He'd been captured by Irish pirates, sold as a slave, tended sheep for his master, received visions from God that instructed him to save Ireland from paganism by converting the nation to Christianity, escaped to France after six years of slavery, studied the priesthood, was consecrated then by Pope Celestine I as the Bishop of the Irish, and then finally was sent back to Ireland as a missionary to fulfil his vision of saving the Irish people. We learned that story so young, but there is evidence of Christianity already in Ireland from at least the 3rd century. Anyway, the people hoped he'd save them from demons. Enter Queerhanoch. Several years after his return to Ireland, Patrick had had enough of her and her demonic children, many of whom took the biblical form of snakes. Patrick prayed for guidance and aid in ridding his beloved Erin Isle of her lot. And it was then that Jesus came to him, telling him of a certain cave in the depths of Loch Derg, on Station Island, which was not only the Quirhernoch's home, but a portal to hell. If he could destroy Quirhernoch, Patrick could rid his people of her pestilence once and for all. Knowing what he had to do, Patrick climbed a steep slope to the top of the peak referred to as Crow Patrick in County Mayo, on the coast of the Atlantic Ocean. There he raised his holy crozier, and summoning all the grace and power God could grant him, banished all the snakes out of Ireland. They were caught in a tremendous whirlwind, from Dublin to Galway and from Antrim to Cork, which swept them all out to sea to sink into the murky depths, never to return. But Queer Hanuk didn't give up, and when caught in the wind, fought herself free and fell to the ground at the top of the peak, directly in front of our Patrick. They battled atop that mountain for two days and two nights. Finally fearing she might be beaten, Queer Hanuk slid down the side of the cliff and made for the safety of Loch Derg with Patrick having grabbed a horse hot on her heels. Knowing he'd get thirsty, she spit toxic fire into every well and stream they passed, but he kept going. Little did she know that he had prayed in Leitrim before heading towards Loch Derg. So, when he fell off his horse on the way to the loch, a well sprang up in the place where he fell. He was able to get water and keep going. When the beast finally arrived at Loch Derg, Thinking she had outwitted her pursuer, she started to enter the lake. It was then that Patrick jumped out from behind a large rock. Some say Patrick landed on the serpent, and they both sank into the cold, shadowy darkness, locked in fierce combat, until he was swallowed whole by Querhanok. Using his crozier, he tore his way free from her belly, spilling her venomous blood into the water, some say Patrick did not go into the lake. Instead, he stood on the bank and banished her to the underwater cave with one word. The force of which was so great, it lifted Queerhanuk and slammed her down into the water, creating a wave that flooded the surrounding lands for a decade. Legend has it, though, that Queerhanuk is not dead, nor banished, but simply waiting. After all, she waited for the first man, 
ever so patiently. Her demon spawn still roams the earth in one form or another, and her son, well, her son, unfortunately, still holds a seat in the underworld. Of course, she's the devil's mother. But she may yet just get tired of waiting down below Lochderg, in the depths of that bleak, what sometimes probably seems bottomless water, and she may pay us all a visit one day. I'm guessing she won't be happy, and you know, if your mom ain't happy, well, nobody's happy. So a more demonic origin there to the story of the snakes on St. Patrick's Day. An interesting one, nonetheless. And in true mini-sode fashion, we rarely get to actually drink the drink that we've bought because we're talking on our own. But I'm going to go off now and finish this lovely ale. And we will be back to you then in the early summertime, as promised. Thank you for listening to Irish Spirits. A happy St. Patrick's Day from all three of us. This podcast is written and produced by Quiva Creed, Laura Fitzakery, and Alex Buckley. And the sources for this episode were gotireland.com and early medieval Ireland. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at irishspiritspodcast at gmail.com, tweet us at irishspiritspod, or best bet, you'll catch us on Instagram at irishspiritspodcast. Spirits Podcast.